Okay, so this is number... What is this? How many podcasts have we done? This is number six. Something like that. But anyway, um, we were having a chat with uh, my dear stepdaughter Izzy the other day and uh, we said to her, so what do you think of the podcast? She went, yeah, yeah, great. And then she went, actually, do you want me to actually tell you what I actually think? Yeah. Didn't she? We were like, uh, yeah, please. And then she had quite a lot to say, didn't she? First said, of all, she said they're too short. Which is remarkable, because we think we go on. Because we were really worrying. We were thinking, oh my God, we, we cut ourselves short because we think we're boring. And I suppose that's years and years of me being a live TV presenter and you have to say things in a very quick amount of time. I must admit, when we're talking sometimes, I can see you in your head counting down to the mm, advertising yeah, break. You do. I have to get everything into a soundbite. Mm. What else did she say? Um... She also said that we could go into things in more detail. She felt that because she knew us better than most, she knew that we were starting on a subject and she'd be like watching them and go, Because she no, knew what the story was. She, she knew the story how was a bigger story. Tell them how you did it. Tell them why you did it. Tell them the detail. And she, she was very, she was very, I mean, bless her. The thing with Izzy is that she, I think we should see it as a huge tribute. Mm. I mean, she really looks to us as a kind of, She's super bright, she's super articulate, she's very discerning. So we thought that we would take her notes and adjust the podcast for today, make it a bit longer, but we would really, really, really appreciate your comments if you're watching this on YouTube. Mm. or Because I don't think you can leave comments on the podcast. Our friends have been having a nightmare. Everyone's been wanting to leave... You can't, leave any, you can't leave any messages on the audio podcast and audio mm, boom. But they've but been trying to rate YouTube. it as well. But you can on YouTube. So we really, really do appreciate your comments and we read them all together, actually, and we talk about them. Mm. And um, we take heart from them and we're interested in what's going on with you guys. And I think an ongoing conversation about relationships helps everyone with their relationship, mm. doesn't it? So today, we thought we would discuss, in maybe a wee bit more detail, um, affection. Is your partner affectionate enough? Or just what... Okay, so another tip that Izzy gave us was to ask each other more, mm. didn't she? So when you hear the word affection, what does that mean to you? Um, holding hands kiss on the neck, sort of in any normal domestic or external setup, feeling comfortable to touch each other, not in a sexual way, but to be affectionate and to be warm and to be in touch with each other physically in some way, whether it be holding hands or putting one's arm around one's neck, say at the theatre or at a cinema or having a grope. No, I'm joking. Um, so that, in right. essence, is the perfect idea of what affection is. Yes. But I don't think you answered my question. Oh. Yes, that's like the textbook I... perfect thing of what affection is. But what does affection mean to you? What does it make you think? How does it make you feel, that word? What oh, yeah. does it no, stir well, up? Well, I mean, okay, I didn't realise you were asking for a deeper analysis of it. I just thought you... What is affection? I, I didn't, mean, mean, I think, I no, didn't but, mean, what is the definition of affection in the Oxford yeah, no, no, Dictionary? No, I meant to you. That wasn't what I was giving. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot... Affection of, is... Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, what does it, does it sound mean? Like a total tosser, no, you didn't at all. Um, what does it mean? No, but you sounded like you were deflecting and you weren't going to actually, what does it mean to you? Because I think affection 
is an extremely complicated thing for many people. They can, it can be all right in some parts of our relationship, yeah. in some of our relationships, like with our children or with it, and then can be very complex with our parents, with mm. our grandparents, with our lovers, with our husbands, with mm. our... For me, there's so many different facets to affection, isn't there? I think affection... Yeah, so I get what you're saying. So I've given you a kind of textbook definition of what it right. might be. And we're it. all but, very pleased, okay. aren't we? <laughs> do, I get a, do I get a tip? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, in terms of what does it mean emotionally, I mean, it, it, it's, it's probably the cement between the tiles, isn't it, of a relationship. It's the emotional cement between moments. I mean, one would often say, oh, they're not a very affectionate couple. You would say it in a sort of negative way. You would, you would say that that's not a good thing. I mean, the inference is that if you're not affectionate, you're not in love. Well, a lot of people, if they say, oh, you know, if you say you're not an affectionate, they're not an affectionate couple or, or people say they're not affectionate, they'll often follow it with, oh, but I don't believe all of that in all of that in public and da, 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 da. Hmm. And I always think, is that, is that true? Or is that that one of you doesn't want to be affectionate? Or is it that you see affection too closely linked to sex and therefore it's a private thing? Yeah. I mean, I always saw my mum and dad hold hands. They still hold hands. Dad's mm. 85, mum's 82. Yeah, they they still hold hands. They'll have a cuddle, they'll have a giggle. Mm. And, and that was really lovely for me. My mum wasn't affectionate with me when I was growing up at all. And I think that's because she had a difficult relationship with her mum. Mm. So I remember making a very conscious decision as a child that I was going to be an affectionate person. Right. I was going to have children and I was going to be incredibly affectionate with them all the time. And I was going to be the sort of person that hugged my friends and looped arms with my girlfriends and was cuddly with my boyfriends. I made the decision. So it was a conscious decision. And it, so, so what you're secretly saying is secretly you're possibly not a very affectionate person. You decided to play the part. No, I think I'm a deeply affectionate person, but because I think I didn't, because my mum had a complicated relationship with her mum, mm. she was unable to show affection. I always knew she loved me dearly and I wanted affection from her very, very much, but she just couldn't do it. Mm. So I hadn't learned it, because I think you learn it. It's like mm. anything else, isn't it? But um, it was interesting. I mean, as you start to, we're now doing what Izzy suggested and looking into it in more detail, because of course, affection can, can lead into flirtation in a relationship. I mean, there's a difference between affection between a parent and a child and affection between a couple. Um, well, because, but, I believe that it shouldn't be. I think it's because we get complicated. As soon as something becomes a sexual relationship, affection becomes complicated. And that, I think, is such a but you sadness. But you wouldn't kiss Maddie and Kiki on the neck in the same way. You would show affection with me in a different way. Yeah, I mean, but I, I haven't think, thinking I think, about it now. I'm sort of just sort of literally thinking of the last time you've been affectionate with me. I do, I do snuggle into the kids' necks and kids mm. kiss the kids' necks and sniff behind their ear. And do, you don't sniff behind my ear anymore. I do I always sniff behind your no, you ear. Don't. You don't Mark, put kisses one of in my, my money in my kiss box. You say it's your thing. This is this is interesting. Now listen, in a minute, <laughs> right, I've only just started, and don't you dare say to me I'm not affectionate with I'm you. I'm not I saying you're not affectionate. The last thing I'm saying is you're not affectionate, but I don't think you're as available to affect, being affectionate as you like to think you are. I think, I mean, you are an affectionate person. You absolutely are. You're very, very tactile. No, no, you're very tactile, but 
I mean, I'm no, hard, no. I I'm see. Hard. I would say that you're not an affectionate person. Oh, but you see, and when <laughs> in our when we started in our relationship, it always used to really piss me off because I'd go, "God, you're not affectionate." You'd go, "I have been, never in, been no, told this." This is a line you used. You're you, the sh- only person who's ever told don't me this. Don't talk over because it's a podcast, darling. Stop timing me out. It's a podcast. Well, can I just answer yes. your previous point? Which was what? When we were first <laughs> together and I used to say to you, oh, you're not very affectionate, because you're not, naturally. That's and you said... garbage. You said to me a number of the times, and you cannot say you didn't say this, because I remember it as clear Go as day. You know those epiphany moments in, 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 in early relationship, and you go, oh, right, and you said to me... Well, I've been very affectionate in all my previous relationships. Well, no, no, no. What I was saying there, not that I was affectionate in my other relationships and not affectionate with you. But that's what it sounded like. No, no, no. But I was flabbergasted that you'd use this description of me. And I'm going to go even a step further. I'm going to go even a step further and say that the perception that I'm not as affectionate a person as I I can be and am... Or you can be. ...has become a truth in this relationship that I find I have to fight against. It's very rare that did you, you what come... Did you Yeah, I did, because, and, then, and I'm answering it, but it's very rare. I'm not saying you're not an affectionate person because you have huge affection. And, you know, there you would be no I'm not time... An no, there would be no time that I would come up to you and put my arms around you that you wouldn't put your arms around me because I think there's a lot of people that are like, not at all. I would never pull away, I would never but, nudge away, I would never... No, no, and, and, that, and I agree with that. But what I think is you, you find it hard to instigate it and I think that comes from the fact that you're always insecure. It's like, if I look at you, you'll go, what are you looking at? Okay, well, I'm looking at yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, I have body dysmorphia and I think yeah. I'm hideous. And all so you things, don't so. move towards no, me. No, 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 I agree. I always but hold I your would, hand. I would, uh, but I would argue that, that there were many occasions where I was affectionate and I have been affectionate. And there are times where you feel, it feels like, and this is something we need to discuss maybe, is that you think that the affection is perhaps got a sexual bent to it and it hasn't and so consequently you're wanting to kind of not no. go there in a, in a sense. No, no, that's not true. I want to stick on that at the moment on the thing that I think that more generally for me, I think that you find it harder to make them first move with affection. I'm not talking about sex, I'm talking about affection. Always, if I come to you and put my arms around you and say, oh, say, give me a cuddle, you always will. And you are affectionate. And I know that you like affection. Mm. So I, I've said that wrongly if I said you're not. But you don't instigate it. You don't come okay, up with your well, I mean, it, but, but you do... What I will say that I think you get confused a bit with sometimes. When I'm upset, when I, if I cry, which isn't often, I'm not one of those people that's very good at having... That's not the point that I want to be hugged. It's really strange. Because people cry in different ways, don't they? When I cry, I, I want to—I quite often want to be on my own or I just have to deal yeah. with it. And so you feel rejected if you go to hug me and I go, no, it's because I can't think. I get panicked if I'm upset and somebody hugs me. And I think sometimes those lines have got blurred. I think there's probably truth in the fact that on many occasions, certainly after stopping drinking, I think, I think affection in a relationship is lubricated literally by alcohol because you don't you're not so self-aware you're not so self-conscious you can be at ease with each other a lot more when you you know if you're just having a bottle of wine or a glass of mm. wine and i'm not talking about going out and getting and cleaning mm. it but i'm talking mm. about just the which i'm sure many many couples half a glass of red precisely you know it's, it's out of the table you know i you know I'm, i feel grief stricken is not too strong a phrase to say that we can't do that sometimes and you know within that 
I think it's a really useful tool, having a glass of wine, to nuzzling up on the sofa, to feeling a little bit fizzy, and, and then you're off, you know, in terms of just affection. I mean, nothing else mm. beyond that, but just cuddling up. I do have huge issues of self-consciousness, and I do, I think when I step towards you, and there are times when, I, if I think about stepping towards you, I suppose I am thinking about, well, Am I, am I going to be? Well, no. Am I going to? Is there going to be a rejection in here somewhere? Am yeah. I not good enough? Am I this? Am I that? And all that kind of stuff. And yeah, I mean, I agree. But I mean, I think. I suppose, well, you see, that's suppose... very interesting because that's what I was driving at when I said to you, "What does affection mean to you?" Because for me, part of what I expect you to say, what I believe affection can mean for you, is fear of rejection. Affection means fear of no, rejection. No, no, not that literally, but I think. Tied up in affection is, yeah. the, is the fear, fear, of, of, fear of rejection. Fear of rejection. So my, my struggle with being affectionate is about my yeah. fear of rejection. I, I know that. Yeah, I'd I know. say that. I think, there's, I think there's something else which I'm very lucky in. I don't know if other men get this, but I have major issues with the affection that my mother showed me when I was younger. And I have major issues with that affection as a grown-up. It doesn't sit comfortably with me. And so... When I, you were a child, who was your favourite person to have affection My nan. Yeah, and was she very affectionate with you? She would give me huge hugs, which but she were which. Broke well, she'd say, "I'm going to hug you. I, I, I love you so much. I could eat you." At times, I thought she would eat me, but no. I mean, no. There was great safety in her holding me, mm. but at the same time, there was great distrust and mistrust of my mother's affection when I was a child. And I would say this to her. I'm not saying this. Because there was a lot of chaos. Well, there was a lot of chaos. Mm. There was a lot of alcohol. There was a lot of drugs. No one was in their f clear frame of mind. You know, she wasn't yeah, in a clear frame of mind. Yeah, that's very frightening. No, 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 no. Again, and so consequently, mm. I think it has been hardwired into me to perhaps approach affection with a bit of a. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, what is this? Is this trust? Can I trust this? Will I be rejected? Is it false? Is it based <clears throat> on? That's why I always had issues with us. We've talked about this meeting and drinking and drink being part of it. It's like. You know, what part of all of that is the drink speaking? I mean, I suppose you could ask you ask the question, for those couples that are sitting in front of the telly with a glass of wine being affectionate, how much of it is the, is the wine and how much of it is feeling affectionate? Well, isn't it funny because I don't attach alcohol to affection at all. No, but I think it's about self-consciousness. It's about... Yeah, but I don't have that self-consciousness about affection. I, I, I genuinely so affection... never fear that I'll be rejected with affection. From anyone. No. Yeah, no, I know. No, it's I quite don't. remarkable self-confidence. No, it's not self-confidence. It's just that I... That's no, good. I mean, I'm I think it's almost innocence more than confidence. Mm. I think it's almost childlike in me. I, I, so, I, and, it, and when you think about that, it's very strange because I didn't have a lot of affection when I was a child. But there's a, I mean, I don't know if there is a contradiction in what you're saying. On the one hand, you're saying, is affection, is affection important to the, to the success of a relationship? Uh, from, well... Not for everybody, though I have to say, I find that very strange when people say they're not really bothered about affection in a relationship. I don't know whether it can be true. Mm. I, I think that they're... But you're I mean, telling just, me I'm a very unaffectionate person? No, I didn't. I corrected myself. I said, you're not, you are an affectionate person. You're very affectionate. You would always cuddle me if I called you. You're, you know, you're snuggly, you're all those things, but you find it very difficult to instigate mm. it because you have a fear of rejection. Mm. So I, at times in our marriage, have stopped going towards you to be affectionate. And guys, we're not, this isn't about sex. This is clearly affection I'm talking about. Mm. And I've gone, because I do sometimes want you to just put your arms around me first. 
And, then, and I don't feel, I think that's probably been 80, 20 in our marriage. But where it does fall into sex is there would be times where, would you, would you be able to honestly say hand on heart that on the occasions that I have been affectionate, you could clearly say, oh, this has no sexual element to it. Am I, am I, well, I mean, say I was to wander over to you at the, at the, at the stove and, and sort of give you a hug from behind and sort of, is the first thought, see, my thinking is that for women, the, the first thought that enters their head is, oh God, he's after something. Well, I do think that's the case with a lot of women and a lot of my female friends <laughs> will like, say well, to me, I've stopped being affectionate with my husband mm. or my partner because I haven't got time or I'm too tired. Not, not that necessarily they Can don't want them. And they think... Not only women don't have time, I mean, it's often said by women that they don't have time for anything. I mean, it's a, it's a real... Yeah, no, but we're just talking... No, 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 I'm just saying that, but a lot of men don't have time either. No, no, I'm, I was talking about the women that I know when they're talking no, no, about no, no, what happens. That. Obviously, this can be exactly the same for millions of men, but mm. I don't really have a lot of male no, no, friends. Okay. All my information comes from other women. You know, I don't mm. talk to other men about anything. Yes, but sorry, but you were saying that when, when they show affection... Yeah, so a lot of women that I speak to say that they do get themselves in this bit of a fug with mm. affection in that they want more affection because without affection, um, all the other stuff becomes very difficult if they haven't had affection. But also, to give affection, to receive affection, they often worry that, that and then that's going to mean sex and they don't want it and they can't do it or da, da 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 for whatever reason. So then there becomes this breakdown in the distance and then the more distance there is, the more distance there is. But you've just confirmed that affection in a couple is more complicated than affection between parents and a child because affection oh, does absolutely have is. a sexual or potentially sexual element to it. And absolutely I think that's where, there is. I think, I think that, but, but sorry, I think just, a shame. It is a shame, but I think that's probably, within that fact is the complications and misunderstandings that happen, because I think sexual appetite sort of creeps into affection on both sides in different ways, whether it be a lack of it, a less of it, more of it, but equally, I'm not saying here that, you know, women just are always like, oh, get off me, I don't want it. A lot of women do want it, and a lot of men don't want it. So, you know... One of the first things a marriage guidance counsellor or sex counsellor will do for some people that are having problems is say, you are not allowed to have sex. Mm. Take it out of the equation, mm. no sex for a month or six months or whatever. And the reason they do that is so that couples can be get back to get to each other in being affectionate and being sensual and all those things mm. without the worry about, does this mean sex? So one hug, then that means sex. And I think, I know that loads, I know that loads of people this will connect with. And like I say, I don't have many men friends. I don't, well, I don't have any men friends really. I don't talk to men about these things. How many straight so men? So how many men, mm. yeah, not straight men. How many men, I would love to hear in the comments below. That's just the children upstairs Girls! killing each other. If you can hear them. Quiet! <laughs> Girls! Quiet! Sorry. Um, what's it saying? I don't know. We will have to do an edit there. That's right. No. We've, we've always said we're not going to no, edit no, anything. No, I don't like editing, but... We, we've always said we'll never edit anything, yeah. so let's just keep it. I mean, nice. bellowing girls isn't particularly That's right. nice. What's it saying? When is affection neediness? Well... 
I don't think you can say that, but I think that but isn't that sometimes... the turn off for women? Isn't that when women find men a bit needy? It, you know, affections. I mean, you've you've used that phrase with me sometimes when I've tried to be affectionate. Is it all? Is it is you being needy? Well, I mean, a relationship... Because you have said there is that, that yeah. affection where someone's asking you to fix them type thing. Yeah, I mean, I think it's difficult to say when is affection needy. I think we can say there are different kinds of affection within a marriage. And I think that within a relationship, sometimes it can be needy. And that's just the undulating, you know, part of a relationship, mm. isn't it? We're up and down, we don't know. And part of it can be needy. Sometimes that can be infuriating for either the man or the woman, because they're not in the place. They might be struggling with something anyway. And, you know, and if you're looking after children and they're needing you to pick them up and to cuddle them and to do, and the baby mm. wants to be breastfed and da-da-da, and you're just this body, I think. For me, there were times in our marriage, especially when the kids were small, it was just like, I haven't got anything else to give. Mm. I'm knackered, my boobs are out all the time, I've got another kid wanting attention, I'm breastfeeding, and now you come in for a needy hug. When actually, and I think of the times when I felt like that, retrospectively, if I'd gone, do you know what? What I need is a real hug and I need mm. da, 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 then that would have been better. But I think what happens is you tend to get angry. Oh, for God's sake, you know, I've got all this on my plate. Now you want, now you need a fix me hug. Going back to the thought then that I often choose the wrong time to step in to give you affection. For example, if you see someone crying, it seems to be a pretty standard quite conventional moment, safe bet that a hug might help the situation. I'm not saying it always does, and I know. No, but, but listen what they said in the prior in and all the therapies I've ever been in. Don't reach out and hug someone when they're crying. Hmm. Because it stops the crying. It's it's because it's a natural human thing to want to do it. Of course it is, it's empathetic, it's it's caring, hmm. it's all of that. But actually People, the better thing to do is just to listen, to nod, to, mm. to wait. Because to be, because I get kind of like suffocated. If I've got big emotions going on and somebody puts their arms around me, I don't know what to do with myself. I, I, I want to just be. Other people do need it. I mean, I think you're more somebody that if you are upset, you do want affection in that moment. Not particularly. Mm. Not particularly. I mean, in the old days, I always used to, if you were upset, immediately run and put your arms around. Now, I really learned that from the Briary, from coming mm. to see you. Them saying, try not to do that when somebody's mm. crying, just allow them. If any um, therapists or anything are, are listening to this, would love it if you left a comment about that, because I'm pretty sure. Yeah, there was the idea that it potentially closed off. You know, it kind of, it, yes. it literally suffocates the ability to say, say stuff something. so people start to sort of close down, whereas actually maybe they need to cry a bit more. Yeah, I think, I think I think I think a sympathetic, you know, the, you know the way therapists do. Mm, yeah. Mm, it's that it's really reassuring, just that sound like it's okay for you to be upset. Whereas I always feel if somebody puts their arm around me, they want me to stop crying because yeah. it's uncomfortable with them. And, and when I was a kid, my dad, very loving, very affectionate dad, he was lovely, but he there was nothing worse in his life than us crying. So he'd want us to stop it as quickly as we could because he would find it too painful. So. So what would you say to someone, a woman, who feels that her husband isn't affectionate enough? What do you do about it? Is there anything you can oh do about God, it? Oh, God, it's so difficult. I, I would always recommend that you just say, let's not have sex for a while and let's work on our affection. Take so the sex again, out the again. kicks in. Because so. I think that's where it goes wrong for a lot of people. Yeah. I think it does. I think they get confused. They think, if I give a hug, if I take for a hug, if I ask for a hug, then that means within minutes, then that means that then that's sex. 
I would love people's comments on that if you think mm. that's true. Now we've got the dog. Now it's going to be one of those. Let the dog out, Mark. I'll keep I'll talking to the people. <laughs> so, yeah, so if you're, I mean, man or woman, it'd be great to hear some men's comments on this as well because, like I say, I have gay friends and I have women friends and I don't really have any straight friends. Male our, male, our male viewership and listenership, believe it or not, is going down. <laughs> no! It's, it's getting less and less. We haven't got any men listening. It's about, it's about 2%. But I mean, that's the problem, isn't it? Yeah. Why are women more likely to worry and to listen to about relationship than men? Do you ever withheld, withhold affection? Do well, I only have affection if I want to. Do you ever consciously? Are you ever consciously thinking? Because I think I think no. games are played with no. affection. No, in, I don't. In, in a no. lot of no, no, I'm not saying. I don't. No, but I think is, I think games are played with affection oh, I think in relationships. I'm not okay. necessarily saying you play games with them, but do you think that game playing happens around affection? I think there yeah. is this idea of oh well, I'm not going to you know, and a briskness can creep in, and I, I think I there think are times people... in our relationship where we've been like it's been like that. No, but uh, no, but that's it's a upside down way of thinking about it because I don't think right I'm going to withhold affection no affection comes naturally when I feel loving when I feel in a happy and safe place mm. um, but I think people do withhold affection I think parents do it with their children as well or oh, I'm not going to give you I, I don't know I, I don't think that's right I'm affectionate it. when I feel it but there are many situations where we're not affectionate with each other because we don't bizarrely want to upset someone who's with us who's either going through a trouble difficulty in their relationship there's a sort of well, I, respectful I affection i think that's nice and i think that's being a human if somebody's broken up or if somebody's lonely or if somebody's feeling very single you don't sit there snuggled up holding no. and i'm not talking about kissing or anything no, just no. i think that that's just a, i just think that's a kindness when do you think affection it's like i mean would you sit opposite somebody that's starving sucking on a chicken bone and like dipping your chips in your mayo no it's the same thing well, i'd offer them some well that gets into a whole different ball game. Yeah. <laughs> mm. We've got a list here of things we were going to ask, haven't we? How do you maintain affection across a relationship? Trust. You need a lot of trust. You need put to a be... lot of trust in a person when you offer them affection and you and you ask for them for affection back. I think you need, you have a, you have to have a lot of trust, but I also think, but I mean, it, it's almost a um, a saying that's true for for loving someone is you you have to be kind of brave. Mm. You have to be brave that, you know, stepping into the space to be affectionate, to express your affection. And, you know, and I think many you times really I really like someone. You need to really like someone. I think a lot of people don't. Yeah. Well, like each other. Well, I mean, we've had periods of time where we haven't liked each other and mm. affection. And then, and then the thing is when I'm affection... I'm one at the moment where I don't like it that much. <laughs> and then the thing is you just... You just become two chips drifting further. Two chips, chips drifting further away on a plate. Your sauce. <laughs> you know, just just drifting away, and then it's really. I think. I think the interesting question is to ask: How do you get back to it? If you've had affection in the beginning of your relationship and it's starting to drift through your marriage, how can you get back to that? And I think you have to take really small steps. You know, maybe it's not a great big hug lying together on the sofa the whole time, swinging hands as you skip down the park, kissing and nuzzling each other's necks to begin with. Mm. It's just maybe very, very small steps. Maybe, you know, if you're a man and it's your wife and she's, she's, I don't know, you pass by each other and you just gently just 
lay your hand or just or just a peck on the cheek or maybe even a little note a little note just a simple something I'll thank you for that or mm. I think I think you just have to take it slowly if you've really drifted far apart you've got to find your way back slowly well here's a killer question how could we both improve or change how affectionate we are with each other what would you like me to do in a different I would, way I would like you to take the first step more with affection and then when you do don't do the thing that you do do and just go <laughs> see this look being much better I know with my affection <laughs> I've moved to you first have you noticed how much better I've been being oh, God. that's what I, I would like no comment on it well, because so, then I feel I then have to say, oh, well done, that's good, and then it breaks the magic. So I mustn't do that thing that the dogs do when they bring a ball and wag their tail and look at you and go, look at me, I'm no, like, wag, tail no wagging. No tail wagging. But is there, are there any things you would rather I do? Do you ever sort of think to yourself, I wish you bought me flowers? Is showing buying flowers affection? Is, can, it, can affection not be a physical thing? Can affection be thoughtfulness? I think... I, mean, I, I think used to everyone, buy you a lot more flowers in the past. No, I mean, getting flowers is lovely, but I don't like... I, and I like really cheap flowers. I like dafts. I like something from the local that, yeah. shop. I don't yeah. like big fancy flowers. You see, for me, they're the kind of what I call the petrol station flowers. Yeah, not petrol station. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm leaving you a wide open goal here to, to kick the ball at. Yeah. What would you like me to do? I think that... I mean, it's difficult. Are we just talking about affection in the way that we know it? Or are we talking about mm. affectionate behaviour? Yeah, and there's affectionate behaviour, isn't there? Like mm. saying thank you, like being courteous. Everybody wants to be cherished. Mm. So I think if you think of the word, if we think of the word affection slash cherishment. Mm. And do you feel cherished? Yeah. Sure. I do. Do you? I think you were an amazing husband. Oh, well, you're an amazingly supportive wife and lovely wife. And you leave lovely notes of a morning sort of saying, you know, love you, the missus, and all that kind of stuff. It's very sweet. At this point, we should get a bucket out and stop vomiting. Yeah, but I mean, kind of okay, so looking where we used to be, we used to do a lot of notes, we used to do a lot of that stuff. I used to love sending you cards and stuff yeah. like that. But if I'm honest, he hates it when I say this, when I say, can I be honest? Mm, all right. There were points in our relationship when those cards or those notes did become a bit... Sexual? No! <laughs> what is it with you tonight? <laughs> no, when they became a bit... I've written you this because oh, I need right. to hear something back from you. Right. Oh, well, and so then I started to dread them a bit because I thought, oh God, oh. now I've got to match back the same okay. amount of feeling. But that's an interesting thing. I think that would resonate for a lot of people. I would say a lot of my previous relationships had that element of, I've been affectionate with you, be affectionate back. Yeah. See, I die. I'm not saying yeah. literally or consciously. I don't think yeah. that that's necessarily something that people would say, I do that knowingly, no. or even mm, I would like it, they would like it in themselves. I think it's, it's a very, you know, relationships are under a lot of pressure with life and yeah, time yeah, and family so and money. Busy. We're busy, we're strapped for cash, we're tired. We're, you know, we've all got our own little dreams that are all being quashed and delivered on or not. We're trying to help each other, live each other's dreams. And at the same time, your kids grow up. They're shitless, we're gonna die the next day. Absolutely, everyone's yeah. shitting themselves about everything. Yeah. So, you know, when you get those moments, and I do, to, you know, the transaction of affection, if you like, those transactional moments where a husband and wife or a boyfriend and girlfriend or boyfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend pass each other in their house or in their... But it, 
it, it, it is, that's what I mean when I say it's the kind of grout between the tiles. It can be a pleasant grout. Grout is a horrible word for affection, but it works for me. This idea that it, oh, it bonds the tiles together and it, and, it, and it keeps you moving. But I do think there are times where it becomes a bit of a one-upmanship situation. And I'm, I'm hearing well, you. Well, trans, that's... yeah. I think transactional is a good word. The transactions, you know, the tra you know like it, it happens in relationships as well where sex becomes almost yeah. a transaction like oh god you know friends of mine will say oh god you know oh he's been miserable for weeks because blah 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 and you think that's just an awful way to live mm. where you're thinking that there is a transactional part to keep the home happy mm. between and men you know and women or in same-sex relationships I mean, we mustn't forget that hopefully i really hope there's some same-sex relationships listening to us yeah if you are can you leave us a comment because um yeah we mustn't miss that well, the majority part of them will be women if they are same-sex yeah you, a lot of you may not know that mark's mum was uh in a same-sex relationship through most of your childhood wasn't she uh, from the age of seven yeah, yeah. um so most of my early formative relationships were with lesbians well, not your relationship. No, not relationship. That's relationship. Not, that's I mean, starting to sound weird. No, now. I mean, I mean, I thought I was a lesbian for many years. Why did you have to <laughs> elucidate on that? And that's that. Yes, most of my formative well, relationships with no, lesbians. I mean, it sounded like your mum was a lesbian. <laughs> she had her lesbian lover, and then you were having an affair with her lesbian lover. Well, the first naked woman I ever saw was a lesbian. Lover of the your mother. Lover of my mother. Um, I wish you were more affectionate. That's an interesting one. <laughs> do you want me to be? Do you want me to be? That was so rubbish. Do you want me to what, be? Mark, would you like me honest? to? Would you like me to ask you a question? Would you like? <laughs> yeah, you weren't going to invite that one. I was actually. No, you well, no. I would like no, you to give no, me more. You weren't going to ask the question. So is this why you were so open to hearing <laughs> everything and ask me a question so that you could? Yes. So I could say all my stuff and then you get going. Nye, 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 nye. So do you think you're affectionate enough? Well, what do you say when you mean affectionate enough? Affectionate enough for myself within my relationship and affectionate enough with you? I feel that I make the first move enough and I feel if there were more first moves made back, there would be more affection for... It would, it would multiply. Mm. Whereas I do get weary of being the first one. So being, affect, being affectionate isn't just a natural occurrence, it's a decision. Because I think there's a lot of pressure for well, couples to think that they should just be both. affectionate. No, I think there's both. I think sometimes you have to think, you have to think, like sometimes I'll look at you and I'll think, oh, Mark looks really like he needs a hug, or I haven't given Mark a hug for, and I'll go over and I'll give you mm. a hug. And so that's a decision. And yeah. then there's, of course, there's just the hug where you just don't naturally just give a hug. You can't have one thing or the other. You're going to have a mixture of all kinds. If people are watching this and they're struggling with levels of affection, what advice would you give? I mean, already if, asked me that question. No, I said, no. start small and then build. But I've been think, off on it for ages. But do you think? But do you think it's different for men than it is for women? How do I know? I'm not a man. God know, knows what goes on in a man's I mind. Know, but I'm us men are, f are reminded eternally that we need to know what's going on in a woman's mind. And if we don't get it right, God Almighty, we hear about it. Yeah, but we know you're never going to get it right. Yeah, but you don't know how much we're trying. Anyway, I thought you wanted to ask me a question about affection. You said you well, didn't I did. like you just kind enough. of battered it away in that manner well, that so you do, which is kind of like I'm absolutely happy with what I am. 
Yeah, but you, I'm absolutely happy with you what I've You have admitted that you are nervous about being an instigator yeah, of affection, and then you've turned you around and gone to me. You forced an admission you... out of me. Sorry. You forced an admission out of me. I made a realisation in the process of this podcast quite early on that I probably don't step into the realm of, of, effect, of being affectionate as, as comfortably or confidently as I perhaps should or could. But then you said to me, I don't think I get enough affection for you. How can you say that? Well, why does it only lead, why should it, why should an increase in our affection only come from me stepping Hang in on. a bit more? Because if I'm the one that steps forward the most, if there wants to be an increase in point. affection. I don't think you step forward as much as you think you do. Going back to these. Mm -hmm. It's very annoying for a podcast. Sorry. Well, go on then. I forgot what I was saying now. <laughs> go on. If you have admitted mm. that you are the one that doesn't step forward enough, then you are also admitting that I am the one that steps forward more. So if you're not getting enough affection, then you've got to step forward more, not me. Okay, well, there we go. We, I think we've resolved the problem. <laughs> Clearly, I need to step forward a little bit more in my affections. Okay, well, I hope this has been vaguely useful. Um, I think we've... Let's have a look what other questions we wrote down. Um, yeah, we've, we've kind of been hitting them all all the way through. I mean, any other questions that people have? The thing, I, the other thing that Izzy said was we should return to subjects. You know, there's mm. there's this idea that we're skating over topics that are, are are often developing in all relationships. So, how do you feel if you're perfectly happy and you're just sitting there and you're writing or something, you're doing something, you're busy on your phone, and I come over and I just give you a hug? How does that make you feel? I'm not talking about coming over to fix you because you've had a bad day or da -da, just a hug out of nowhere. How does that make you feel? Do you want the honest answer? It's annoying. No, do you want the honest answer? Yeah. I go into an unbridled sense of panic. I know, I knew it. No, well, I think it's good to admit it. The first thing I do is I look down and think, how far is my stomach pointing out? I'm, I'm this is why our affection I am is rubbish. I'm literally taking you... No, but I'm taking you into the micro moments. I think, oh, stomach in, oh my God, am I right? Oh my God, she's hugging me. And so I suddenly feel like a primped up turkey. Now, you see, that is very interesting because that is the distance between us because I always feel that. You feel... What if, why are you asking if you know that? No, no, I feel that. I didn't know that. You've just said it. I feel that you go... And, but but, but imagine, I like it. Imagine, but I like you coming imagine. over and doing it. I've... So I come over to you. Mm. You come over to me. You put your arms around me and I go. You would read that as like, oh, God, she doesn't want me. Mm. You know, so, so there's an awful lot expected of me that I continue to do that, You're even though that's right. how you feel. But if I come over and do that, you think I'm after something else? No, I don't. No? No. Okay, well, then if that's the case, then I will step forward a little bit more. But I was well, just giving... I'll be interested to see if that happens. I don't actually believe it. Why? I don't know, because I've, we've had this conversation before in the past. But we haven't been this fierce and fiercely honest with each I other. I suppose I've got a lot of witnesses now, yeah, haven't I? a little bit. So what we will do is, what date is it now? The... Something of January. Yeah. Let's in the something of February have another chat and see if anything's changed. Yeah, it's the 13th of January. Okay. That you never put your arm first into me when we go for a walk. You don't put your arm around me first if we're walking the dogs. Never first. Just start to notice that. Don't make any big changes. Just start to just well, notice. Don't but... do anything differently. 
So how do I? How do no, I... no, for a week or so, because I'll forget about this blooming conversation by tomorrow. It, for a week or so, don't do anything differently and just notice. Just notice. Oh, oh he's going to come into my lens. Coming into your shop. If you've enjoyed this, we'd love it if you left an honest review and rating. And uh, please subscribe so that you never miss an episode.